Hello, diary listeners. Happy Tuesday and welcome back to our second piece of Killian Moon's diary entry. This half we're calling Keep It Moving because as you'll find, Killian really likes to keep it moving. And I have to say, I get it. And now you will too. Enjoy. Welcome to the Apprenticeship Diaries, where raw meets refined. Let's be real, we're still working on refined. <laughs> what it took, what it takes, and the stories that are made. Join us as we learn from professionals about how their stories begin. That yeah, might be like, your style. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's just like, I'm not, I'm definitely not into pausing and like thinking about shit too much. I'm no, just it, like, that sounds like that's your discomfort. Let's see, if, let's see where it goes, you know? Let's see if it just hits something. It doesn't work, fuck it. Just throw it away, start over, aim differently, you know? And yeah. I don't, I don't really pause that much if I'm honest. Like, I don't, I, I understand what you're saying, but I don't feel like that's, kind of how I analyze it I'm just like you know just like I'm more like you know I'll try everything and I'll keep trying other stuff just to see if it hits and if it doesn't then I just immediately just discard it I'm just like oh well that didn't work cool no I mean I I do as well. And I think in the beginning, it's important to do that. But you are doing things. It's not like you're not submitting yourself to you know, doing yeah. things. Here's a, here's, here's a more tangible question for you. Okay. Um, I get a question. Do you ever feel lazy? Oh, all the time. I think I'm, but, I'm a lazy, I'm, I think I'm a lazy person really at heart. Oh yeah. Well, same, obviously same, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, so here's the thing that I like, I've noticed that like a lot of people struggle with, especially people who are on the high end of productivity that they're just like, oh, I just haven't done anything. I haven't done anything. But then like, you know, I'm like looking every now and then I'll like look through my tattoo portfolio. I'll like the tattoo, because like I, you know, like we keep things in our phones and like, you know, it's all spread out and you can't really see it. You can't really, there's no compilation. It's not like, you know, any other type of art where it's just like, these are all the things on the wall that I made, you know? Yeah. It's not yeah. tangible. Cause like, you know, we do our tattoo and then they leave and then your studio is still as empty as the way, as, as when you got in there, you right. know? So like, but it's weird. Cause like, you know, like now I'm like, whenever I look for a tattoo and this comes from like, you know, uh, me trying to teach seminars and trying to find examples of shit that I know is correct. Or like, you know, a learning experience through my work that I'm just like, Oh fuck, I've done so much shit. You know, I've done so much shit, but like, I'm still here thinking that I'm lazy. <laughs> well, because, because you know that, that it, it keeps going. And I think that's something to put out there for people who, especially if they're drawn to this podcast, a lot of people are just because they hear apprenticeship and they're like, Ooh, I want an apprentice. I want an apprenticeship. I'm, I'm, I'm hungry. I want this. It's important for them to hear that even though you get the apprenticeship and you get the career and you've been doing it for 15 years and you can put in a solid tattoo and you have an epic portfolio and all the stuff that it, it that doesn't it will keep scaling you have to keep scaling there's always going to be what's next 
Yeah. And and that's the heat you get into. That's the rhythm you get into. It's it's very and it's like you said, I think that I'm not worried about the gatekeeping so much as I don't think that everybody can handle the the heat of this. I don't think everybody I think they can get in over their heads very quickly and they can get very hurt. Hopefully they don't hurt a lot of other people in the way. But I also believe that I believe we get what we deserve. I believe that, you know, if you don't do your research with an artist, if you don't like, you know, if you don't talk it through, if you don't make sure that that you're with all of the information that's out there, you know, you you, you think walk into a place. <laughs> I, I think I think 95% of tattoos are trash. So I mean, like your odds of getting I think 95% of, of anyway. <laughs> what I do is trash half the time. My clients what? don't feel that way, but oh, I'm always yeah. critiquing my own shit, going, wow, you know, like in the grand scheme, it's great, but well, it's not yeah. good enough for me. <laughs> I well, I, I just think about it that way because I think it's like a good way for me to like manage my own expectations and like not let the ego kind of like creep up to me and just being like oh, I'm great all the time I'm amazing because like I feel like you know you sound like an asshole where you're just like sucking your own dick all the time um so I'm just like I mean like I feel like a lot of times and this might be like you know false or correct who knows but I'm like well I mean yeah I, I know what I'm doing with my job but also you it also kind of looks better because like you go out with your new tattoo and everyone else just looks like shit. You know? I think most tattoos are trash. They most they mostly look garbage and people are like, oh, a good one? Sick. You know? Like, you know, outside of the... Because, like, you know, you follow Instagram and you see all the good tattoos because you only follow the good tattooers, you know? But you don't... That's not what tattooing is. No, I know. Most tattooing is just subpar at best. I don't think I look at it very much because I don't, I, you know, I, 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 I don't know. I mean, I guess maybe it is my ego. I don't know, but I don't, uh, I try not to leave a lot of room in my heart and my view for things that I find awful. Um, because what I want is to elevate everybody to their own betterment. Um, so even if there is trash, you know, if I'm presented with half the trash in my life, I'm, it's hard for me to even throw it away because I'm always thinking about what I can make out of it new again. <laughs> right, <laughs> like, well, yeah. how, do I, how do I transform this into something that's new and better again? Like, like even if it is trash, I'm like thinking, well, that, you know, and that's the thing is that even though art may or may not be good, there's a human heart behind that, that is seeking so much to uplift and be better. And I can't disengage the, the people aspect of this for me, because, you know, ultimately I want to be in a world that is better and I want to help cultivate that in any way I possibly can. So even if, even if that is the case, which I know you're not wrong, I, I was once asked by a friend, he's like, how do you, how do you walk throughout life with this fucking annoyingly cheery disposition all the time? Like you're really, <laughs> you're really optimistic and I don't know how you can disregard all the shit and i'm like well oh yeah here's the thing is that we're all delusional um i'm not saying i'm not delusional but like you have that. you have a perspective you can take and um you know i i don't really understand people who choose to actively look at all the shit um 
because you have a choice of what you can look at. And I know the shit's there, um, but I don't want to see it and I don't want life to be shit. And I would rather walk around in my own delusion yeah. than walk around in a bunch of shit. <laughs> like, like, I, I mean, I think that's yeah. weird <laughs> to keep living a life that's shitty. Yeah, I don't even I don't even like looking at things that give me bad emotions. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, because like, don't look at on, it. This is, this is a very personal thing where I'm just like, it might be also playing into my own delusion, where I'm just like, I don't even want to fuck with like, you know, all these like t- media and shit. It's just like, oh, I'm a serial killers go fuck yourself. I'm not <laughs> watching shit. Like you know, and I you know as as. I think as a woman, you are already prone to being into murder podcasts. Uh, oh, yeah, I love all that stuff. Oh, I like I, psychology. I I love psychology, but yeah. I'm like, I'm not going to digest that shit. I'm not, yeah. nah, I'm not doing it. I'm not, I'm good. You know, and, and it's just like, I don't know if like that helps my own delusion or not. This this might be interesting for you to know, though. Um, I don't like, I don't like true crime podcasts led by women. I find it very um that I that I can't because that makes it too real for me and they get into topics that are a little too on the nose for a woman. I like listening to true crime from men who can make it funny and uh that's the only way I can digest it because I mean if you can make that level of fucked up funny um that's the only way I can really process it. And I, yeah. I, I also don't really like listening to other women voices. I know that's kind of fucked up too, but, that's but okay. I, I hate listening to men. Yeah. See, there you go. <laughs> there you Hard go. It's, I don't like, I, I got don't... it. I got it going on here. I don't need more. That's enough testosterone, buddy. I'm, I don't care. It's yeah, fine. exactly. So I, I, I hear you. Um, and there's just like a, a different way that life i guess confronts me i'm a pretty tall lady um i i put off a a projection of like this would not be an easy victim for you uh personally i think uh that's probably why i've gotten this far without without having anything happen to me um it's just you know a a lot of huh being tall rules yeah, it it does, and I and I'm of a, a considerable weight too. Like, I if I just fell on you, it's gonna hurt. <laughs> it's gonna hurt. <laughs> so I think that I just when people look at me, they're like, yeah, that's not gonna probably be the the easiest target to to work with here. <laughs> Plus, both you and I are pretty known. Like you said, you know, your family was known. Mine too. I was my family was part of our community. Like a lot of people knew me. So as far as like victim too. If you're known like that, you'll be known if you go missing. So like, like you know, yeah. like it's, it's, you know, usually when people are looking to victimize somebody, they look, they, they find, they find the stragglers, you know, the stragglers in life where they're kind of lost and disconnected and, uh, you know, don't, that's why I like listening to serial killer podcasts is because I like, I like understanding the, um, the psychology of predators, um, because I don't really think that I am one. Um, I think that I have aspects of me that help me survive. Um, but I, I really just, I just really want to be a, um, a conscientious human. And I, I want to, um, you know, exist with other people and promote a good life with other people. I'm not looking to take advantage. Um, 
nor, nor am I trying to be uh, a burden either. So like, these are my goals and all of it. But as far as like understanding the psychology of both predator and prey, I think these things are, are good to kind of, you know, look at how it moves and how it works and what, what are the actions of these things that I better know what to do with my life and how to, how to go. What do I want to be again? Why? why and what and where and how what are these questions how am i going to answer them yeah um you know you want to you want to hear something about the why that'll bring us back to tattooing and less about murderers yes <laughs> i'm like oh we're talking too much about men <laughs> already oh like, yeah it's <laughs> overloaded with this man talk go ahead <laughs> no, um but let me talk, tell you about another man yeah uh, so I think uh, uh, this must have been like goal years ago. It's like one of the first like, you know, tattoo uh, trips that I took um, and that I couldn't afford first off. Um, and I was go I went to LA uh, to get tattooed by Sean Barber. Um, nice. You know, you know, great old dope. Baker, dope dude, like, you know, really nice, really nice guy. And yeah, you know, I was starting, I was like, you know, still scratching in my house, I think. Um, and I was like, it was, he was really nice. He was really, really nice because, like, I really appreciate this of him because, like, you know, I told him a little bit of, like, you know, who I was and, like, how tattooing was in Honduras and yada, yada, yada. And he was all just like, you know, you know, you just ask me things. Like, it's fine. Because he's also a teacher. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, just ask me whatever you want, like, and I'll just answer it. Like, and I was like, oh, sick. Okay, cool. But, you know, I was like a really productive, like, you know, a very informative um, little session there. Um, you know, a couple hours um, worth of talking and just kind of like picking his brain about a bunch of stuff. And then uh, I think he just like, he asked me at the, like at the end of it, just like, all right, well, what's your what's your goal here? And, and I didn't know how to answer that because I didn't, I never thought that far in advance. You know, I, um, I never thought about like what I wanted to do in tattoo. And I just thought that I wanted to be tattooing. And then I, I think like the, the main thing that I thought about afterwards was just like, I think that my goal, and I think, I still think that this is true. I think that my goal is to make the people who I look up to be my friends. And I want to be their peer. You know, I just want to be at the exact same level of the people that I idolize and look up to, you know, and I feel like in a lot of ways I've achieved that. And I'm like, and, and I say, you know, like this is a continuing abstract goal, you know? No, of like course. A lot of people do focus and fixate on like, I want to be famous. I want to be this. I want to be in magazines. I want to be in all this. I never really had like such a frivolous, in my opinion, goal. Cause I was just like, I just want to like, I just want to like be able to like talk to like really sick artists as peers you know yeah. and i think like you know i even even this weekend uh you know where we were in paradise that i was like you know talking to jackie jackie's like fucking like she's so sick 
She's so sick. She's a way better painter than me. Way better painter than me. I'm sure she's I could way better painter way if I me. put in like a shit ton of time into it. But like, she's just you know she's achieved it. Um, and we but we were talking at a high level of like you know abstract thought and like you know painting and like color theory and then like you know shit like that and I was like or like with other people I was like talking like very very high level art stuff and I was like this is sick, you know. Like, yeah cool. you know that's a cool little thing yeah I feel very similar to you um uh and I get that goal quite a bit um I do think you have achieved it because uh paradise is where I met Sean Barber and he I think was just apprenticing tattooing um and the very fact that you were there uh giving a seminar means that you've achieved that goal because well yeah and even like uh, i don't know if i told you this but like i i started my seminar the seminar that i just gave at paradise um i i got it i got into paradise the last time that it was like a convention convention mm -hmm. and i was talking to guy I had been getting tattooed by Marcus Lenhard, who's also been sort of a mentor for me over the years. You know, he's been like my 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 biomech mentor. Oh yeah, ways, you know that's a good uh, one. Yeah, you, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I fucking I Marcus Lenhard. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a really yeah. sweet human too. Yeah, he's a good dude. You know, yeah. he's fucked up in the head, but, he's... <laughs> but I mean, that's yeah. how I like. Him, we know? all are. Yeah, <laughs> uh, real messed up sense of humor, but you know. I like that. I do too. Um, <laughs> but anyways, like, you know, like I was getting tattooed by Marcus by, uh, back then. And I was like talking about like this, like skin tone seminar thing that I was like already planning, like, you know, seven, eight years ago. Um, and, and he was like, oh, well, you know, just come here. You got to meet guy. And then I started, you know, and I was like, oh, fuck, you know, cause like this guy. And then and you've collabed with Guy since, right? I did. Yeah, yeah. we did a back piece together. Which it's was awesome. Sick. It's beautiful. A painting, a back piece. I'm, so you know, cool. Getting tattooed by him. Like, but that's the thing. Like, you know, I, 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 I text him sometimes. You know, he's my buddy. Yeah. Which I think I is like, that's that, that was the goal. You know, it's like I'm like I'm like friends with this legend, and I can talk to him as a peer. And that was like yeah. shit. That's tight. You know, um, but I was like at i was like meeting guy for the first time and asking him about that specific topic uh, topic that i like and then i now it's like full circle where i'm like oh well now i'm teaching at the convention in which i was like uh, starting to hatch this you know and like with you know with the guy that like kind of brought the question into mind it's, mm -hmm. it's kind of cool it's yeah. very cool and so like what you're describing is a mentor mentee situation. And, and I think it's kind of cool that you're on this show because that's kind of what I recognize about myself is that, you know, it's fascinating to me, uh, this process of, again, like death and rebirth, like this resubmittance to the chaos. Cause me personally, I decided not to be a parent. And I think a lot of times parents right. go through that just because, you know, they have kids, they're resubmitted to this chaos that they have to kind of embrace for their child and kind of put themselves into a new heat again. 
But when you're an artist, especially an artist that chooses not to have kids, you know, for me, it was like, how can I be a mother in a way or be a parent in a way that is integral? Because I don't want to leave this life without legacy. I don't want to leave this life without doing things. And so on its face, you know, you're like, oh, I want to be friends with these, these people that I, I find masters or that I find to be yeah. high levels of their craft. What that means is like, I want to keep learning until I'm to a mentor level. But see, yeah. now that you're at that mentor level, you're realizing, well, I want to be a student again, because I, I, I want to, I, there's a new heat and I'm now the apex predator in this realm enough to be able to give and plant seeds in other people. Yeah. But in order, you know, to have longevity, you have to keep scaling that. So who are my next mentors? Who are my next anything? And it's not to discount the ones that you already have. The ones that you already have, that's like a new foundation. That's like new soil that you can actually tap and that you can all kind of do really awesome things together. But at this new level of like awesome, like, well, let's let's geek out and do something else. Um, it's a very cool thing. And I I definitely I I I mean, maybe you should have a podcast, Killians. Oh God! Because you're like, oh God, no. Well, I'm just happy that you're on mine. So much shit. Was... I, I'm not. I'm not taking any more rabbit holes. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. You already have enough, you Hard know, pass. lines out. But you I'll know, do, I'll do yours. You know. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's great that you're doing mine because last year at the BYOB, um, I gave a seminar that was very similar. I said to all of them, I was like, you know, it's funny that all your butts are in these seats because that's exactly where my butt was. Uh, when I started coming here and I started coming here in 2011 and I was a wee little fucking apprentice where, you know, people were giving me shit constantly and I was hungry and they were like looking at me and being like, you don't even know who any of these people are, do you? And I was like, no, I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't know who any of them are. I, I still just, don't know who anyone is. Right. I, I, I don't either. You know, when you raised your hand and you were like, I'm an apprentice. And I was like, I'm pretty sure he's a presenter. I was like, but I didn't know who you were. And I, I fell in love with you off right away just because you're like, I loved your whole thing about, about, uh, I don't do peer pressure. <laughs> I was just like, no. this is my guy. <laughs> I, like, I, like I, I like him. <laughs> Cause I don't either. I don't, I don't like it. And I don't really give a shit if I'm cool. Well, I mean, not. it's just uh, more satisfying to not. I mean, uh, you know, I just, if if it's not something I want to do, then, I mean, I didn't show up for my own fucking critique. I put my, my shit in there to be critiqued by Guy and Nick and, Jay, and uh, Jake and um, Andy Chambers, who I never talked to the whole time. My boyfriend talked to Andy That's Chambers. Dude. He's a very <laughs> nice dude. He's dope. Um, and they critiqued my cover up and I wasn't even fucking there because I wanted to paint. I was like, I've been wanting to paint this whole time and I haven't painted yet. I'm like, I'm not going to go. I'm not going to go. I, I told everybody, I was like, please tell them I'm sorry if they put my stuff up. Maybe they'll have more stuff than they'll, they know what to, to critique and I won't even get up there. I won't. And then they did it. And thank God my friend who was staying with me got it on you know recording so I could hear what they said. But that was very nice of her. But I, I literally was like, I feel like a douche, but maybe I should do this. But then I was like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. Like, I know. I Yeah. My problem with critiques is that they're not harsh enough. Yeah. I mean, I liked what Andy had to offer. He was like, honestly, if I were to to throw out a criticism, I'd, I'd, I'd do one more round. 
And uh, I agree with him. I agree that it needs one more round for it to be really good. Um, And that was a great, great thing. I, I mean, and that's, I think that's the thing too, is that, you know, when you're, you're a person who's trying to keep scaling, you want the critique because you want, you yeah. want to know and you like the fear and you're willing to walk into it and like, fuck it, dude. Like, just tell me, I, I know you don't get why I want it. Just do it. <laughs> like, I mean, but <laughs> I think like, you know, like people like cool. I've like asked like very specifically, like, n- no, uh-uh, do not be nice. People don't want that shit. People don't want that shit. I, th- I think like normal individuals do not want harsh criticism i crave it because i'm just like no 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 no. i need you to i need you to you know i need blood in here you know like i don't don't do me any fucking favors so it's like give me a real fucking critique be rough like because i that's like the only way that you're gonna learn you know well coddling your feelings isn't doing you a favor and you know that you know that's the truth like, and I, that's why I say, I don't think a lot of people get what real love is. Um, real love isn't nice all the time. Real love is pushing you towards your betterment. Real love is going to tell you the things that are going to scale you. And that way, you know, for me, it's always about giving people what I know they need in order to get them to the next phase. I don't really understand. Maybe I'm a little on the spectrum. I don't know. But I don't yeah. really understand people who are like, I just want you to sit here and, and listen to me, you know, cry. And I'm like... Well, I'm not a good space for that. I'm going to tell you that right now. I'm a misfix it. So you've got to be hitting me at a very particular time where I don't got anything going on for me to listen to you cry. Um, and I got to really give a shit about you for that. Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. like, seriously, man. Like, if we're no, not. I got it. I got it. I'm like, I'm like very similar. In, in yeah. Like, the podcast is probably the only place where I can tolerate that because at least we're making a podcast. At least least you're crying about it can go out into the world and maybe it can affect somebody else but at least you're doing something there you you might not be actively fixing something but you might be fixing something to somebody else so that i can condone if you want to get on here and bitch fine um because to me that's that at least is doing a thing but when we're not doing a thing it's very hard for me to tolerate that kind of time like I'm like, what is this? What is this going to get to? I I need this to have a reason. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, I get, I get that. And yeah. I don't think it's kind any other way because you're gonna end up like Ivan Ehrlich at the end of your life, going, "I'm fucking pissed, man. I'm pissed because I just did what people told me to do, and everybody was sparing your feelings, and everything was fucking vanilla, and 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 then you're mad. <laughs> that is not loving to do that to other people i I don't care if they like it or not it's not about like that's gonna be some people's experience regardless yeah and i think that's okay i mean it's not me that's like the thing it's like uh, at the end of the day i gotta focus on me and i'm just like uh, the experience i'm like yeah you wanna you wanna you want to be miserable that's cool man like that's that's what makes you happy that's cool you want to like stay in a tiny box and that makes you feel safe that's cool it does to some people you know it definitely does you know i've, I've met so many artists that are in like the vibe of like well i just want to be a a hidden gem you know and i don't really want to get known i just kind of want to like be quiet and do my work and i'm like that's okay too you know 
I mean, yeah. I, in a way, I'd want to do that too. Uh, but I don't know. It's like, I don't know. I lost my train of thought. Sorry. No, no, no. I, I think it vacillates between those two things because I think that, um, you know, uh, I, I find for myself, if I'm being honest, the the whole want to just do my thing is is a is a safety zone of um you know like not really necessarily wanting the critique but just wanting to make and just wanting to sit with my feelings and and create something from it and be unhindered in that in that way and then when I've finished the creation part of it then I'll welcome the critique once I know I did something once I know that I put out certain effort, then then you can look at me because then I did something that you can look at and that we can examine and I can make better calls next time. But when I'm in a very big state of, you know, not really wanting the critique, but wanting to make, um, you know, then then I have to reel it in and then I just want to do what I do. Um, right, yeah. but it vacillates because there are times that I do want to be seen and there, there are, you know, I, I'm an artist, you know, we're artists. What yeah, we, yeah. We're all a little vain. Well, it's not even about vanity. It's just, it's, we made something. So are we going to keep it in a sketchbook tucked away, you know, like, or are we, you know, if you're going to be a professional artist, you know, it's about making, it's about, it's about being seen. It's you're, you're making something to be seen. And, uh, you know, we're, we're at a, at a point where we make things to be seen so much that people are willing to pay us to make them to be seen, um, because our eye is so developed in a certain way. So, you know, it's not just vanity. It's, it's just, it's our, it's what we do and it's how we do it. And, you know, other people, they'd move through life differently and they, they make different choices just simply because their gifts or their talents drive them in different ways, but ours drive us this way. So, and I think honestly, whether, whether you want to be seen or not, it's not really up to you. Um, you exist and, you know, I, I, you know, there's something at least in the Bible that says that if you have a gift or you have something like this, it, there, it doesn't do anything for you if you just hoard it to yourself. It can only it can only really be awesome, and you feel the the awesomeness of it if you expand it and it goes out from you, and you create right. more gifts for more people, and you hook them to that to that, and you uplift all of this. So, you know, you got to do that. Yeah. Um. So, you didn't have a traditional upbringing. I I I did want to ask you. Uh, you said you wish there was more gatekeeping and stuff. So, uh, you know, we've covered a lot of the questions that I have, but in a very organic way, which I think is really cool. Okay. Um, but uh, obviously, I I don't think that you're really a, a fond one of school for for this. Uh, okay, diary listeners. Before we get into Killian's opinion about that, I got two ads for you for two things that I think. If you are a tattoo artist and you're looking to do something awesome for the tattoo artists in your life, whether it be a shop owner or you just have friends in the industry, these are two recommendations. I'm just going to hit you with them back to back. Hope you can appreciate that and then I won't bug you from here on out for the rest of this time. Appreciate you.
Hey, are you somebody who likes to draw? Are you somebody who wants to draw better? Are you someone who tattoos? Are you somebody who wants to tattoo better? Well, then I recommend that you go to our special offer in our show notes of this podcast page. Our website is theapprenticeshipdiaries.com. And on this page, you'll find all our listed episodes. Within there, the show notes, there will be a link, Tad10. Click on there and find yourself 10% off a year's worth of the Reinventing the Tattoo Canon. It will make you better. already here my next book okay listeners I've got something to share with you that I'm already in love with I don't know about you but I'm a total book nerd I have so many books a lot I haven't read I admit there's just something about having bookshelves full of possibilities that calms my soul so when I attended the Bogota City Tattoo Fest this past August for the first time I was delighted to run into my friend Ina Vigilato we've actually had her on our show so go check that out Straight away, it was like God used Ina to guide me over to Black Dagger books. There I met Travis Lawrence and Josh Rowan, the creators of this enterprise, and got hooked as soon as I saw their product. It's these beautiful little books just full of art, amazing art from amazing tattoo artists. From here, I'm just going to read what their site says. Black Dagger Books is an ongoing collection of artists defining modern tattooing, published monthly, one artist per book, one book per month. A subscription is $25 a month. You get inside of these beautiful books, these these custom stickers. Each one is filled with the most gorgeous artwork, and it always concentrates on these awesome tattoo artists, and I try to follow each one as soon as I, as soon as I open the book. I'm just like, oh, my God. So it's really worth it. Uh, do yourself a favor. Go over to blackdaggerbooks.com, or if you're on IG, Black Dagger Books, it's all one word, and check out their product. Uh, Like I said, the subscription is awesome, and I'm really happy. Uh, This quells everything about, you know, the book nerd in you, the art collector. It also cures any guilt that you might have about having books just laying around because this gives back to the artist community. It's it's a win-win. And just so everyone knows, I'm not being paid to shout these guys out. I just genuinely love their product. And also, I really love them. You know, the creators, Travis and Josh, were amazing. They were so kind to me. They gave me so much of their time at the Tattoo Festival. So if you ever have the chance to meet them, talk to them. They're great guys. I just can't say enough things. So do yourselves a really big favor. Go check it out. Thanks so much, listeners. Let's get back to our podcast. Mm. (laughs) Well, I mean, no, it's like formal education of tattooing. Mixed feelings. Mixed feelings. I mean, me too. Me too. Can you do it? Sure. Will people keep on doing it? Yeah. I find, I find all these tat influencers making their little tattoo academies and mentorship programs to be annoying and just like but because I find influencer culture to be the worst 
you know, and I hate them all. And yeah, I mean, I find I find their voices to be stupid and annoying. And yeah, uh, it just it just turns me off. I'm just like, even if you like, I can see that you're a good artist, but your whole persona is disgusting to me. Like it just I can just tell that you'll do anything for the attention. So like it just it's disturbing to me. There are some people that I'm just like, you know, and I think like those are the people that make it big, you know, because like that persona is very digestible to a lot of people. And they're like, oh, I see this guy and he's projecting this air of importance. And like, I want to be that guy, too. You know, it's like weird. Um I think like there's ways that you can do it. I think like there's a lot of like good artists that are doing like really fun and like really interesting mentorship stuff. Um, I think it requires a lot of energy that On I time because would never want to put into like teaching a mass of people. Um, uh, like I like doing it. I like doing it. Like you know, I like doing seminars. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. I'll do a seminar every, you know, like once or twice a year, and like I'll do a big little turnout, and like it's a very specific thing, and I'm like I'm focusing on like the the melanin thing for the most part, you know, uh, now. Um, But I do. I heard rave reviews too about your seminar from people who took it. They really appreciated it. Oh, learned a lot. Yeah. Good. Good. Just so you know. Uh, yeah, I've I've heard really good things about like really good um uh feedback on it, which I'm really happy on because like I did I have put a lot of thought and effort into it. Mm-hmm. Um so that's cool. Um but and then you know I think like going back to the teaching thing and like the maybe formal education, it's just like you know, I have apprenticed someone in the past uh and she's doing fine you know she's she's still she's still working she's still you know she's doing her own thing she has a very particular style that like people are getting and she's like you know she's working a lot which is the only thing that i demanded like you know like i think the the big thing is like the whole thing of the gatekeeping and like the deserving or whatever i just don't think people deserve tattooing i don't feel like people deserve the freedom that this gives us so i don't feel like this like mass setting of just like these like i don't know i think it's weird but i do like the idea of like traditional mentorships because i i gave a traditional mentorship to the best of my power you know but without the psychological abuse. Yeah. Yeah. Or at least like with less psychological. <laughs> you tried. You tried to do it with less. Well, I mean, like I was, she was still subjected to me. Yeah. You know? That was like my but, apprenticeship that I had. Yeah. And she doesn't but, really like me anymore, but that's fine. Oh, that's it. I mean, sometimes I doubt that she likes me as a person anymore. So like, it's fine. Yeah. I'm a, you know, I'm a very specific flavor. So. Same. I think I'm better uh, when you're feeling like the Amy experience. That's the only time. Like it's like uh, I'm 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 feeling like this brand of something. I'm like a piecemeal kind of thing. Like when you're ready for that experience, that's when you come to me. Otherwise, yeah. I'm probably not appropriate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be a lot. <laughs> and then yeah, and so like you know like I, I I did teach her how to tattoo, and I was like really happy how it turned out. And I was 
very strict and very precise on like trying to like teach her very specific skills she didn't really finish i had to kick her out halfway through but only because she wasn't getting to my, the standard of like my only standard is just like if i'm working full time and you're doing less work like you're only apprenticing but you're doing putting out less complete work than i am fuck you yeah done like i don't need laziness around me yeah. um and I know that that's a rough way of thinking, but like, you know what? It worked. It worked. I kicked her out at some point. And then like, you know, she had to like literally pick herself up and like start running, you know, yeah. it was like, yeah, it was like a, like a baby giraffe. Just that was the catalyst. Like, I'd go for it. Yeah. Sometimes that's exactly what people need to get to light the fighter fire in their yeah. hands. You know? Cause like at some point I think like, you know, I was being like baby giraffe. <laughs> Yeah, you know, uh, like, I feel like at some point I was like coddling because I was just like, no, I just I, I, I really want you. I really want. I really want to teach and I want somebody to learn, mm -hmm. but you're not learning in the way that I need you to. So it's not selfishly, it's not satisfying my need. But, you know, you're also just like not putting in the effort in the same way. So by like casting her out into the world and having her learn the hard way, I think like overall that taught her a lot more. We eventually made up and like, you know, um, we didn't talk for a few years after that. And uh, we eventually made up and like, you know, we, you know, we've got to be friends again. Um, and, and I think it worked out for her. You know, she eventually took like my spot in the shop in Costa Rica where I left. Now she's doing her own thing, but like, you know, it was like, it was a rewarding experience in itself, you know? Oh, um, yeah. Yep. Yeah. No, and I, I think that that's, um, you know, if I get a sense from you, you know, and that's, that's kind of how I feel about it is that like, you know, kind of a thing that I really want to show people is when you're pursuing a passion, it's not a straight line, you know, like, it really isn't, even if there are a lot of straight lines to get there, what you end up finding is, is that as, as controlled and as measured as you try to be about it, what it ends up being is how much do you actually want it? And how much are you willing to sacrifice to get there? And for yeah. the, people, the people who have done it and who are willing to show you, you have to really understand what they sacrificed and what they did in order to get there. And for you, I mean, half the people you were around were not even wanting to teach you. We're not wanting to show you anything. I mean, you had to be told that you could ask questions. So like, you know, and that, yeah. and that you would get what you wanted if you just asked questions, but like you started out asking questions and they were like, no, yeah. you really had to scrape and claw for a lot of it. And that's, I, I find more often than not how it goes for a lot of people. And I think that the, um, the ways that we learn best is if we, we have to put some skin in the game and it can't be coddled and it can't be over nurtured. And we as instructors can't want their success more than they do, you know? Yeah. And that was like my main problem. I definitely wanted her to succeed more than, you know, I wanted her to be, more powerful than she was quicker mm -hmm. but she didn't have the structure in her personality for that at that time 
And I think like I, that's something that I failed to understand, perhaps. Right. Uh, you know, she wasn't ready for what I was like trying to give her. Um, but, you know, it worked out. So I'm not, you know, it's fine. You know, I still love her. You know, she's like, she's great, you know, and she's doing her own thing. And the most important part is like, you know, she's still tattooing, you know. That's how I feel about mine. I was kind of the opposite. I, I, um, she wanted everything very quickly. And I said, well, this shit takes time. You know, it, it, it really does take time. Like things that you're talking about wanting, you will have. I, I, I wouldn't have even engaged this with you if I didn't see the potential of you having it. But the things that you're wanting at this point is just submitting yourself over and over again to time under the needle and you will have it and you will have it as fast as you are willing to get out of your own way. Um, I mean, that's just the truth of it. But but I'm not the obstacle. And I think that was part of part of our journey was that I think that uh, there was a lot of expectation that I would be something for uh, for my apprentice that that I, I, I guess I wasn't. Um, I didn't I didn't have those things, really. I had to I had to manufacture them for myself and it did take time. I, I you know, yeah. I, don't, I don't even think about it because I'm just like, well, I'm here. I'm doing I'm existing within this thing that I wanted to exist in. And I'm just happy to be here. So I let it take the time that it needs to. As far as being an apex predator, I've never been that. Um, I, you know, I, I can, I can, I can want that all I want, but uh, you know, the, I was born uh, with physical, physical things that really just always puts me like, well, you, you can't compete like that kid. You can't right. like, that's that's where yeah. you're at and that's fine you know that's it's not even is hard. it is and i just do the best with what i got and so for me that's what i teach people is like look you know do the best with what you have you know like that's that'll take you a lot of places that you never imagine and and gratitude is the attitude of gratitude is is abundance you're you're feeding that that energy of abundance and you're going to draw things to you it's a lot better than sitting around bitching and moaning about what you don't have because people are like, oh, you have so much that you can moan about what you don't have, you know, <laughs> like, like, you know, like, That's obviously, you know, so, you um, know, and we all vacillate between those things. But those are those are the things that I try to exist in. And I try to teach people is like, you know, enjoy, enjoy the journey, appreciate it uh, at any moment. It can be taken from you at any moment. Uh, you know, if you're not, if you're not being conscious of what you're doing and why you're doing it, it can, it can really catch up to you in ways that will rock. Your oh, life. oh yeah. I yeah. Mean, <laughs> I, dude, like, yeah, I had, I, so, okay. So speaking on how aggressive I've been in my career, right. Um, six days a week, you know, like you know doing you like, don't strike me as a non-aggressive dude i just want you to know that you have well i'm not aggressive in the sand the you know violent no but people. i mean like focus like oh, i don't yeah. mean it like aggressive like you're a dick i mean aggressive like you're you're you mean business like that's oh yeah that's what i get from you. oh yeah fucking oh, mean yeah. business i do not <laughs> fuck around i'm yeah. like whatever i'm putting my like i Wherever I put my my eyes, you know, yeah. that's where I'm going. Um, 
but fuck, what were we talking about? I forgot. Oh, like, how aggressive you are with oh, your business. Oh, oh, like oh, how oh, right. much so, you went into it. So I was like, you know, during the first 10 years of my career, um, I was doing six days a week, right? Tattooing six days a week, traveling full time, and then also, you know, drinking heavily on the side. Um, and I don't That's know how lot. I did it. I mean, like, it's just like, you know, the beauty of being in your 20s. Um, but we, like, I was working so much, and I was like, you know, putting down the work, and I was like, making a shit ton of tattoos. Um, and then, like, a couple of years ago, uh, three, well, almost four years, to be precise, because, like, I have it, I have it marked. Oh, right on, that one. Yeah. That special one. <laughs> yeah that red line yeah that's the year that's the year that i had to cut back because i couldn't work anymore because like my i shredded my wrists and oh, my shit. shoulder and like you know i it was to the point where i was like i was overworking myself to the point that i couldn't work anymore mm. so yeah wow. <laughs> yeah so, there's like, definitely was, burnout like, that's yeah. a well yeah, well, yeah, and like, you know, emotional, physical, and artistic burnout in so many ways. But then I was just like, okay, uh, that's kind of like, you know, like the thing where I'm just like, wait, what am I grinding for? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, that's where I was just like, okay, what am I grinding for? What am I doing this for? Like, what's, what's the goal here? Because like, what am I trying to do? Am I trying to be famous? No. Well, am I trying to be a millionaire? No. Am I trying to do like, I don't give a fuck, you know, like about most of these things. So I'm just like, what is the goal here? Then I figured out that like the goal was like, I don't know. I just want to be happy making art and, yeah. and travel and like have enough money that yeah. I can do my life the way that I want to. And, you know, and that's, and I scaled back to three days a week and I mean, I'm still busy as fuck. Like, no, I, I believe three you. days a week. I don't, I'm like, I'm constantly telling my girlfriend, I'm like, Dude, I don't have time. I don't have time. Yeah. I, I got to draw. I got to do this. I got to do that. Even three days a week, it's a lot. Um, But it is, you know, like, it was like a, you know, life just put its fucking foot in my face and just like, nope, stop. Yep. But, you know, ironically, I had been begging the universe to make me stop because I don't know how. And it's like one of those things are just like, you know, I asked and I received. It was a very direct, um, you know, in the in the Christian sense, it's, uh, you know, I I like the secular versions of it because it's a lot of uh, I think it's more universal for a lot of people. But in Christianity, it's called a precatory prayer and it's asking for God's will to be done basically and god's will is always about your betterment it's about ultimate love love of self and and your own betterment so precatory prayer is asking for god's intervention in your life or in the lives of others in a way that will push them to their betterment so if they're not willing to do it themselves they will be pushed and i know it's real because i have definitely like you said i have been very stubborn in my life I have just like I know I know that I'm not doing things the right way but I keep doing them and yeah I'm planning this whole other thing that it would be lovely if I could just shape everything myself but that's not to my betterment because we don't know what our betterment is we're seeking it but we don't know we're asking for our betterment but we don't know God knows 
the universe knows all that we're capable of. It's already set. It's already, you know, time is these things that we feel very linearly. And, and, but that doesn't exist really that this is, this is our perception of things. Right. So our betterment is something that if we're not pursuing it, we will be pushed in, in that direction. And I know for myself, I am one so grateful. It wasn't worse. (laughs) because it could have been, it could have been a lot worse. And two, very aware that there are things higher than me, because, you know, you you call it the universe, I call it God, but there are things in this world that are bigger than me that have greater understanding of what I am and where I am than I do. And Mm. it, it is a force that will make me if I am not willing. (laughs) So, um, Um, and you know, like you said, I was willing it. I was asking for it. And so am I, I'm always asking for my betterment. I'm always asking for the best. I'm always asking to scale and to grow, but I don't know what that is all the time. And I don't know all of what I need in order to be that for myself. I have to be honest. I, I don't. So a lot of times I have to be pushed. Sometimes I have to be fucked, fucked around and messed about so that I yeah. am brought into alignment with what i need to be doing what's next and um chaos brings creation dude exactly exactly yeah. and and that's exactly what we're asking for when we're asking to to keep moving and you know it's all of that stuff but you know you do reach these points where you're like you know i, I know i'm not gonna stop so stop me you know like i know i'm not gonna do this i'm i'm comfortable in this insane rhythm but you're not really, you're, you're really just, you're, you're kind of just yeah. turning something off because you're insane. Like you're just like pumping. I exactly understand you. And then that burnout happens. And I love that you made it red because I think that that's, oh, yeah. that's what spilled, you know, that sacrifice means that blood, man, it was, yeah. it was let, <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's I mean, that drop. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's, it's a, a cool ass tattoo. I love that. I love that what? you've done that. I'm I'm gonna put that. I'm gonna take a screenshot or something of you've been showing me because this is a audio only podcast. I know you don't know that, but I I didn't oh, share I didn't that with that. you. Okay, I know, ahead. but I'm gonna take screenshots from our because I might go into video one day, and if you want oh. the video, I can send it to you. But yeah. um, for right now, like you said, there's a lot of irons in the fire. I can only you know audio editing was a whole hurdle that I like, then now I got to do video editing. Fuck. Um, I want to, I want to get there, but, um, in the meantime, you know, I'll send you the video. You can make of it, whatever you want. Cause this is a podcast that you've done. And I think it's a pretty freaking dope one, honestly. Um, uh, if I do say so myself, um, but yeah, the, the, I'm going to take screenshots of that, that, um, tattoo that you have on your hand. And I love that. I think it's, so I, cool. I think, uh, I think I'm, uh, I think that there's there's some videos. Uh, where, where's the fucking? I can't see you anymore. I was worried for a second. I was like, "Did you lose me?" Oh, here we go. There we go. I just like needed to stand up for a second. Um, oh, yeah. No, You've there's a video. You've been gone for like video... two and a half hours. Oh shit! Yeah. Um. There's a video of it on my. I mean, I can send you a picture, but there's a video of it on my, um, Instagram at some point. Every year, I kind of do the same thing. You know, just because okay. like I, I do it, I do it around like my tattoo anniversary, you know, which is like every December, I think. 
Oh, right on. Just like I, roughly. Yeah, it's like roughly every December and like, you know, it works out. It works out very well. Um, but yeah, I like it. I mean, I like a lot of people say, look, I'm going to copy that. I'm like, yeah, you should. I mean, I, that, this is an easy way for me to digest it, just like the tally marks um, on my hand. If I copied it at this point, I would, uh, I mean, I appreciate, I, I find mimicry the the greatest the greatest uh flattery honestly um you know if i've i've given something that's really cool that you want to emulate that's awesome but if i were to do it it would be disingenuous because i like the idea that you have taken the ritual every every year and done that for yourself roughly well i mean i started with six yeah but you you, know? you thought to do it yeah i don't remember where i got the idea I, I don't really remember what, but I, I think it was just like, it more, it more feels like, you know, I'm a prisoner because I'm trapped in tattooing. Whether I want to admit it or not, you know, I am a prisoner in this medium. Like I am a prisoner because there is nothing in the art world that is going to pay me as well as tattooing will. At you this know? point. Yeah. I mean, definitely at this point. Yeah. At this point. Well, and, uh, I, um, it reminds me of when the whole uh, girlfriend's name or boyfriend's name were put on you and you started to see people who were like scratching them out and then just listing them. And they were just kept scratching them out as they were getting girlfriends. <laughs> like that's what it reminds me. I was like, okay, well, fuck it. That's yeah, not a red I, flag at all. Yeah. Well, no, but, but you know, it's, it's honest. And like you said, it's like, I'm a prisoner. I'm, you know, I'm locked into this. Like it, it's kind of like, you know, you're willing to wear, your time and you're willing to wear your experiences. And I think that's, that's probably why people really think, think that we're cool on some level is because we're willing to, to wear a lot of things that they're not. I went in my spiritual journey, walking into church, you know, I've had people kind of sling, like you said about the Latin culture kind of thing. I think there's still a residual question about tattooing in, in more religious circles. And, um, the, uh, they were like, well, you know, these tattoos and some people want to cover them up or they want to get rid of them. That's all very personal. I told him, I'm like, well, it is what it is, man. Like it's what was my story. I'm like, I can't, if I remove them, it's, it's, it's an awareness of God. God knew I would be this way. God, yeah. God already has seen it. It's already been done. It, you know, there are far more things that I could definitely pull out that if you wanted to talk regrets, I don't regret them. But as far as like wearing them on me or everybody seeing them, it would be far more confronting to to have floating about me constantly than these tattoos. Uh, you know what I and, mean? And like also, if you want to if you want to really analyze this shit and you want to you want to like really go into the scripture obviously are, i do <laughs> which, which i i mean i'm not i'm not religious at all i'm like quite the opposite yeah um you know like I dig it. but but it but if you if you do really want to analyze you know the the hypocrisy of that uh um of those statements just like well you shouldn't be doing this yeah but like also i aren't i supposed to be a direct reflection of god uh, made into you know her image uh like so even the bad parts about me are the bad parts about about god themselves like so is anything that i do truly wrong because wouldn't that be you know there's well, a lot of 
you're you're that's the thing is that I think you're you're more into it than you think because there's questions and I think people who seek answers to questions are people who are of a of a I respect people who who don't put certain terms on it or who don't follow a certain faith or what you know I, I at least respect that because as far as I'm concerned you're still asking and you're still searching and you're still pushing the boundaries and anything that cannot be questioned you already know you're in you're in a bad place because you know it doesn't it doesn't allow for you to be who you are and to be organic and to be truthful the truth is is that you're here and you exist and your mind is valid and and it's it's thinking so anything that gives air to that thought and when you're seeking questions and answers i think that i mean we're all hypocrites every single one of us <laughs> like yeah. i can't say tell you how many times i've contradicted myself you know like probably within this conversation um <laughs> yeah but i mean it doesn't matter well i mean there's no there's no right answers there's no there's no right answers to anything i mean like it's not, nothing is white or black everything is kind of gray and you know it's also gray independent on what kind of light you want to you know if you want to get art nerdy with it like the the, the the temperature of the light that you're looking at something is going to change the perception of color so like <laughs> well i want to point out what you said because this is a question it's either that nothing matters or everything does and i think it's more so that everything matters so something some things are white some things are black and you really are only able to perceive things because some things are white and some things are black it's it's the it's the contrast that actually allow for things to become in focus you know those lights and the shadows these plays yeah. on how we perceive it all matters it's all it all has integrity it all has purpose it all has meaning and and for me the beautiful thing is finding out how much meaning and kind of digging deep into those things and feeling them and and wanting to you know i'm a very big romantic with those kind of things like just i i i love i love everything to have meaning the more meaning the more you can go deep the more you can suck suck at it and like feel it i i just fucking love that um it's, it, yeah it's weird because like the way that i feel is and entirely contradictory but still in the same and totally valid no no because like i'm a positive nihilist so i believe there you go nothing actually matters like truly nothing go. really matters nothing you ever do will ever matter for any reason but you answered that only, question like, though so so like it only like the only thing that you can do is like try to make things matter even if they don't so like you do give that importance and that power to things but only if you choose to mm -hmm. you know like that's that's what's gotten me through life it's just like well you know well i oh, think that bad matters things? <laughs> bad things all right i guess i'm gonna be uncomfortable today but it doesn't matter tomorrow so you know what i mean yeah. it's just like whatever you well, know that's the thing about spirituality is that that's what you find comfort in that's your peace because that gives you peace to keep going because you know if it mattered too much, maybe that would be too paralyzing for you to move. But the fact that it doesn't matter allows you this ability to keep moving because it doesn't well, yeah. matter that much. But you know? I mean, okay, okay, think about think about it this way, right? Uh, I'm bringing it back to tattooing. Mm -hmm. Is so, so uh, I I I 
one of the things that I really sell myself on is how quick I am. Right? Mm-hmm. That's one of my defining um, sales points. I am quicker than the next guy. I'm more efficient than the next guy. Like I am cheaper in comparison to the next guy. Fuck you. Fuck the other guy. Fuck like yeah. go with yeah. You know. Um, and ugh, fuck, I lost my train of thought. Well, matter don't matter. Optimistic nihilist. Like we were going back to tattooing with this idea of things not mattering. Oh, right. So, you know, I feel like a lot of people are like really slow in their tattooing because they are so concerned about like, oh, it's one millimeter off, uh, you know, yeah. and like, I don't care about those sort of things because I'm just like, you know, if it doesn't heal 100%, we'll just touch it up. It's whatever, you know, yeah. or like, yeah, I'm just going to do these lines really shittily right now because like the task is to finish to commit the design to skin is not to make perfect lines like the perfect line doesn't really matter because this line is going to be covered by by a color and black anyway so who gives a fuck what this line looks like right and then like everyone else like i've worked with people are just like this black isn't black enough and i'm like you're an idiot and you're overworking it because you're fucking (laughs) anxious and 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 then their client like you know i'm like finishing up a half sleeve in one go and they Mm -hmm. might goes up and it's like look at my tattoo and their client is just going like yeah same amount of time i'm still on lines well fuck me i guess right <laughs> you know well, i think that's why you find influencer culture so annoying too because they present this very optically choreographed structured thing and it's like dude, that's so not life. To, like try to make it not that you don't care it's right so- and, and but and it and it and it it really doesn't serve people in the end. It really doesn't because it's, it's manufactured. It's superficial. It's not the truth. And you can present that all you want, but it, it's not the truth. It's it, it, and it is annoying because it's so structured and it's so obviously like commercialized and marketed and just like in this little perfect, like choreographed box. And it's, it's not real, man. Like that's not how it really goes. But if I air a con- an, an air, if I have an air of confidence and perfection and professionalism, I mean, then it goes I, a long I, way. <laughs> that must mean that I am happy. Not right. that I do not cry myself to sleep at night. I'm great. I'm doing right. fantastic. Right. You know, it's like. Well, and you know that. enough to know that that's not true, and that's why yeah. it's and you know. Yeah. I'm so like you. You're just some weirdo art school dropout that couldn't get a real job, dude. Like it's fine. Yeah. You make pictures. Yeah, it's silly. Your job is so silly. Is you make <laughs> pictures, like on like it's so stupid. You know, like I yeah. find like, and it's like the thing about like the ego and like tattoo, and I'm just like, I think it's so silly for you to. For like people to think themselves as this like grand savior of just like oh my art, my art is so powerful. I'm like you, you drew a horse today, buddy. Like, good job, good well, job. And to give you a nod, like I will say this: as far as uh, life is concerned and everything, I think it's really important to laugh. And to realize oh. how serious to take things. And I think comedy exists within that optimistic nihilism because there's a there's that 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 recognition of how stupid it is. And then yeah, it's nonsense. It's yeah, all nonsense. It's, it's all like, <laughs> and it's it's chaotic randomness. Like we are Yeah, like but you could either choose it's it's we're know. a product of inevitable pro- improbability. Like yeah. it's it's everything 
the the fact that everything exists is silly and ridiculous. Well, yeah, but, but like you could either laugh about that or utterly be crippled by it. Yeah. And I think that you found the peace yeah. in just laughing. And that's yeah, exactly see, that's 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 awesome. So that's you, why I like you, you. You make it as bad as you you want to make it. I don't know, man. Yeah, like, no, I, I think you do know. And I, <laughs> I think you do know. <laughs> it, 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 I think I think, you know, and I think it's great. And I think it's something to, you know, put out there in the world and for people to hear about, because you know, we're all kind of just trying to fill our, feel it out and that's it, you know, like, but, and, and for somebody like you who has felt it out, you know, whether you've stopped to pause or look at it or anything you have, and you keep going and stuff like that, 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 I mean, you're sharing that. I mean, it's been like two and a half hours, almost three now, no, um, which I don't want to keep you at much longer. Cause you're you, having to stretch start wrapping it up. Is that what? Yeah, happening? we should, we should, because I, we can do this again. I don't plan on this being my last Killian moon experience. And I hope it isn't our listeners either. I hope they all get to meet you hopefully at paradise or whatever, but if it's doing a collaboration or whatever, or, you know, running into you, I, you know, they have that opportunity. They now, they now know you and get a little bit more of a sense. So do I, so I'm stoked. Um, yeah. <laughs> On, on well and moving forward like this is the best and probably the last question so moving forward okay. i know that uh you're at this place where you know you're finally feeling a, a lack of uh, people in in your uh in your schedule but moving ahead you have the opportunity to do things a little differently so if people want to get in touch with you and they like what you've said here and they want to work with you and Maybe they've lusting after your artwork for a while. How is the best way to get in touch with you? What are the things that you really want to do next? And um, you know, I guess, I guess, like, just like tattooing wise, or like any of the above, career wise, life wise, like you know, just or yeah. specifically projects, or what? What do you mean? That's a very yeah. Cool. I mean, like if it's tattooing, how do you how do you like to be contacted in tattooing? But as far as like where your focus is now. And if somebody wants to collaborate on a project, how should they, how should they contact you? Hmm. Okay. So the best way to contact me is through my website, killianmoon.com. If you want to get tattooed, because I've made a very intricate and well-oiled machine to make things easy for everyone. Cause I'm lazy and I don't want to do a lot of work. Well, but it works out really great. So it's like a, it's, <laughs> I've created the experience that I would like to receive when I get tattooed, which I think is an important factor in figuring out a process. Um, in terms of like what I want to do next, I don't know, man. I think, I think like the, I I would love to collaborate with more artists. Um, I actively seek out people, you know, I, but I also kind of let, you know, if we, if we, if our paths are meant to cross each other, they will. I believe that, you know, uh, and, and, you know, some people like to force those paths like I do. So I'm sure they'll find me, mm -hmm. you know, and I appreciate like people who go out of their way to like make things happen, you know, just like the, uh, the, having the balls to ask is you know sometimes more important than actually doing it i agree you know i agree. Um, I, um 
I think like the main thing is I just kind of want to like explore new mediums of art and make different things. Um, the big question that I've been having over like, you know, the branching out versus, you know, like growing like a mold or like shooting an arrow, you know, like I, I, I got an answer. Uh, I talked to, I had a very, uh, very nice pleasure of, of hanging out with Alex Gray. Uh, you know, the guy with the, the tool uh, mm -hmm. album. Stuff I've met him. He's awesome. Stuff. Yeah. Cool dude. Super yeah. chill. Allison's real, real dope nice. too. Yeah. Real nice dude. Yeah. Um, and I asked him about this because he does a bunch of shit, right? Mm -hmm. He has and, a whole and so like. I was just like and he's like really good at everything. He's like really good at like everything that he touches whatever medium it is is it it ends up being like this like transcendental really fun really interesting thing and so i asked him because i've been struggling with this for years and he said and i think like this is where i i kind of want to like just stop the 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 thing it's just like the the grand definitive thing is he said that the the medium doesn't matter as long as your voice stays the same and I think that that I think that's the answer for me. Yeah. I yeah. think that's good. That's really good. Yeah. It feels like enough. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's great to have a voice. You know, your your goal is Doesn't to have where. a killing yeah. a killing killing the moon voice. <laughs> Which I love that handle, by the way. So that's where you guys can find him on Instagram. <laughs> killing the, the moon. Yep, yeah, the Killing Moon. I love it. Killianmoon.com. Yes, which if you want to work with you. But I love that you you talked with Alex Gray. He is a master in that. And he has a whole like basically like Mecca like in, in New York where you can go and you can you take build part a fucking of it. chapel for him. I'm telling you. He built you. a museum and yes. chapel. It's, yes. it's dope. It's weird. It's dope and weird and awesome. I definitely, um, again, Paradise. That's where I met him. They had uh, in New Mexico. They had a Paradise artist gathering at a resort, and he yeah. invited him. And he was dope. He's really cool. His his wife is actually from Owings Mills. Like when she was like, "Oh, I'm from Maryland." You know, Maryland. This is little place called Owings Mills. I was like, "That's where I work." She's like, "Oh, <laughs> oh, nice. That's fun." I love That's fun. Yeah, very <laughs> nice. Very nice people, both mm -hmm. of them. But I like that what you put out there, and I like I like that being next. So. um What's well, dope? I've always uh, I've heard great things about Atlanta, Georgia, and uh, I would like to go there. I'd love to seek you out, and maybe we could do something fucking fun because I like sculpting, I like painting, I like all of it. I have a, I have a, I have also, I've also built the guest spot that I want. So like, yeah, I'm always open. It's kind I know of, you had said. You know, I have a, I have a room. I have a room for guests. Like, oh. and I have a whole, I have a whole scenario. It's a whole thing, but like. Yeah, we can do it, dude. Whenever you want to come over, like that's fine. I'll try to like I'll try to get you booked, but like Atlanta's a is a tricky mistress, especially right now that like you know like you would the, be uh, enough, Killian. Yeah, if I got extra, that would just be extra. Yeah, right now is a little weird, but usually pretty good place to work. Like like I said, if we just made dope place. art, that would be. I cool. guess like you know, if somebody is listening to this in the future, then yeah, Atlanta's probably a good spot to come hang out. It's probably resolved. The shit that's going on is probably resolved, or it's worse. Who knows? I don't know. It could it could be either, but 
it is what it is right <laughs> yeah it is what it is well i appreciate you so much my friend i'm gonna let you move around and get some food uh thank you so much it has been really awesome yeah. meeting you and it talking with you uh and i think i think a lot of good things are in both of our future so i appreciate it all right yeah nice I awesome my friend out, dude. later all right bye bye all right, diary listeners, that wraps it. I hope that everyone had an awesome Thanksgiving. I'm very grateful for this diary entry given to us by Killian Moon. Thank you so much, Killian. You've been a pleasure. I'm super grateful for you. You can find Killian, and I recommend you do, on IG at The Killing Moon. That's his Instagram. Also, diary listeners, I hope that you have a great, great holiday season ahead. I know it's a a lot going on this time of year, but I hope that you will enjoy and not get burnt out. I'm I'm seeing a lot of that lately. This, This time of year does that to a lot of us. It's just a lot. Everything inside of me just wants to hibernate and eat everything out of a bread bowl. And I have to avoid that. So I, I, I feel you and I'm here for you. I'm sending out a lot of love and prayers for a great season. Don't let it get to you and keep in mind what it's all about. Making connections, loving yourself, loving each other well. Be kind to everything and everyone. God bless y'all. Later. Thanks for listening. You can find The Apprenticeship Diaries on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Our IG is the underscore apprenticeship underscore diaries. If you would like to offer constructive criticism or an interview, drop us an email at theapprenticeshipdiaries at gmail.com. We We look look forward forward to hearing from from our our listeners. listeners.